1: Before the introduction of the preschool booster vaccination in 2001, some colleagues of mine uh, did a study looking at the prevalence of whooping cough in children who saw their GP with a persistent cough, and they found that nearly two-fifths of these children had evidence of recent whooping cough infection, despite the fact that over 90% had been vaccinated. And what we didn't know was whether um, whooping cough was still an important cause of persistent cough in these children, even after after the introduction of the preschool booster, so that was why we did this study.
2: So how did you do the present study? How many people did you look at?
1: Uh, So um, we had 279 children in our study. They were between the ages of 5 and 15 years, and they'd gone to see their GP uh, with a persistent cough.
2: How did you confirm that the children you examined did actually have whooping cough?
1: We obtained an oral fluid sample from each child who took part in our study. And um, by oral fluid, um, I mean the fluid which is uh, produced at the gum line. And we were measuring levels of antibodies which are produced in response to recent whooping cough um, infection.
2: And this revealed that a proportion of the children who had these persistent coughs also had evidence of whooping cough infection.
1: Yes, that's correct.
2: Apart from being inconvenient for the individual who's got this cough and perhaps those who have to share a house with them, is there a problem? Is it really an issue if they have a cough? Does it just clear up on its own or is there a real genuine health worry about these people getting whooping cough infection?
1: Um, The main worry um, with whooping cough is the potential of infected individuals to pass the infection onto uh, vulnerable um, individuals people. So in particular, we're thinking of infants who are still too young to have yet reached the age where they're due to have their vaccinations. And if an unvaccinated infant becomes infected with whooping cough, it can lead to a very serious or even fatal complications. Really, that was a part of the reason for introducing the preschool booster, because it was recognised that school aged children were a very important potential reservoir of whooping cough infection, which could potentially passed to unvaccinated infants and it was recognised that it was important to try and reduce the prevalence of whooping cough in that age group
2: do you think the same is also happening in adults i've had a persistent cough some years in winter and i've even gone as far as to take blood out of myself and send it to my own laboratory to see if i've got antibodies against certain bugs i didn't test for whooping cough actually perhaps i should have done do you think i should have done
1: Well, um, we've also done um, a study uh, looking at adults between the ages of uh, 16 and 49 years who again went to see their uh, GP uh, with a persistent cough which had been going on for between two and eight weeks. Um, We used the same um, oral fluid test as I've been describing and we found that um, a quarter of those adults had evidence of a recent whooping cough infection. So um, yes, whooping cough is still something which can occur in adults.
2: Therefore, does this mean that our strategy to deal with whooping cough, to prevent it via vaccines, needs tweaking?
1: One of the things which our study will hopefully um, help with is informing the ongoing discussions about whether an adolescent whooping cough booster vaccination should be introduced in the UK. Um, I think it's still too early to tell based on the findings of our our research um, because uh, we know that one of the primary considerations in these ongoing discussions is whether or not a whooping, uh, an adolescent booster vaccination would be cost effective. Now we've demonstrated that whooping cough is still prevalent among school-aged children who see their GP with a persistent cough and we have some evidence to suggest that whooping cough can still cause a clinically uh, significant cough in uh, children who've been fully vaccinated, but we still need more evidence as to actually how does this translate into the socioeconomic burden of whooping cough in this age group, the costs associated with it and the potential of these individuals to transmit um, the infection to others.
0: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer.